Well, welcome everyone. You're listening to A Night at the Roundtable, coming to you live from bbsradio.com, Station 2. My name is Caroline Oceana Ryan. I'll be your host for this evening. I'm here with my amazing friends and phenomenal co-hosts, energy healer and bioenergetics expert, Banayak, energy healer, Randy Miller, um, our Faction 3 White Knights, Rama Arjuna and Taro Green, and our friends of the show, uh, Penny and uh, Micah, calling in from Canada, the Great White North. So many thanks to them and to you for being here. Our second, our guest in the second hour will be Carolyn Greenleaf, who is a wonderful author, transformational life coach, energy healer, teacher, speaker, and she's just a, a very fascinating person. So we look forward to that. This is a very interactive show. Please do call in if you've got a question or a comment for any of the co-hosts or for our guest. The numbers to call for Station 2 are 888-429-5471. That's 888-429-5471. Or you can call 323-744-4841. That's 323-744-4841. So to start us off today, we'll have a quick meditation from our friend Vinayak. So I'll pass that talking stick to you, Vinayak. Greetings, everybody. This is Vinayak. Thank you, Caroline. And it's meditation time. So to allow yourself to find a comfortable position for your body to be in right now. And just allow yourself to listen to the sound of my voice. And let's begin by taking some deep breaths. And I encourage you to breathe through your nostrils. Breathe in and breathe out through your nostrils. This is the fastest way to connect yourself to your spiritual awareness, your higher self, the energies that you are made of, which is love, light, and divinity. So allow yourself to take some deep breaths. And just notice what's going on in your body right now. And feel a sense of gratitude for you, for yourself, for your body, and for your being here right now. For these physical bodies are indeed a gift that allow us to feel, sense, and experience all that life has to offer us. So just notice right now that you're fully supported. 
You're supported by Mother Earth. You're supported by your friends, your family, your loved ones that may be around you or not. You're supported by the universe. You're supported by your spiritual connection to all it is. And you're supported by each and every one of us that are listening to this podcast, no matter what day or time you tune in, this now moment is all that really matters. So just breathe. And allow your body to be to be. What a statement. When was the last time you allowed yourself to just be? Now is a good time to do that. So just relax. And feel the grounding of Mother Earth as you feel the energies coming back up into your body. And you might want to call on Archangel Uriel. For that support, for that additional energy. That grounding energy. Just bring that energy back up into your body. And as you bring this energy back up into your body, just bring yourself into alignment, aligning all the chakras, energy centers, aligning your mental body, your emotional body, your physical body, and most importantly, your spiritual well-being. And breathe that in. And you might see, sense, or feel some activity at the top of your head. And as you do so, just imagine a beam of light, golden, shimmering white light coming out of the space above you, the heavens, the skies, the cosmos, even as far as the central sun son of all sons. Allow that beam of energy to come down into your body. And see, sense, or feel where that energy wants to go now. Inside your beautiful physical vessel, this physical being that you are, 
that allows you to experience life on this planet. And allow that beam of energy to fill you with love and gratitude. And perhaps as you allow that to happen, you may notice that your heart wants to expand. It's almost as if it's just all-encompassing now. Expanding outside your physical being. as far as you can imagine. And connect that love that you're made of, that you are. Connect it with every heart on this beautiful planet. You can even include our star brothers and sisters, for they will feel you. They will know and recognize your love. For they are there cheering us on. For we are the winners. We are the ones that showed up. We are the ones that said, yes, I'll go. I want to be on planet Earth. And so with all that love and gratitude that you are, extending it to everyone that you know, and all of those that you don't, know that we are one. We are connected. We are valued, we are loved, we are supported, we are cared for, we are provided for. And take a moment and just breathe that in. For this is truth as we know it to be in this moment now. And so with that, I say namaste, and I welcome and recognize your divine self. Mahalo. And thank you, Caroline. I pass the talking stick back over to you, my dear. Wonderful. Thank you so much, my friend. Very beautiful indeed. Very empowering. Appreciate it. And um, so we'll, you know, move from that to energy updates. I know we like to quote from the law of one occasionally. So um, I will just quickly read that. We are all one. When one is helped, all are helped. Therefore, in the name of who I am, and I am one with all there is, I ask that only that which is for the higher good of all happen now and always. I give thanks. It is done, so would it be wonderful. So, all right, let's go around and just get some energy updates. Um, you know, I don't know if you have an update for us, Micah. There's a lot that's going on that's very exciting in Canada. 
<laughs> an awful lot going on that's ex exciting in Canada. If you or Penny want to comment on that, um, that is fine. I don't know. Does either of you want to speak up? <laughs> Greetings. Thank you very much, Caroline. Don't Absolutely. steal all my thunder there, Micah. <laughs> ah, would you like to go first, Penny? Please do. Well, I, what I'll, I'll just refer to the material I put together, and then um, if, if uh, you want to add some, you'll be adding a lot more than what I've done. Because, But at any rate, I created, I want to say that I wanted to create a document. I did create a document for people in which I uh, uh, put in a lot of YouTubes for um of the things that were going on. And I tried to get YouTubes. Well, I did get YouTubes from all of the areas of the country, except Quebec. And um, so it was pretty awe-inspiring to sit and watch people getting up at 5 a.m. in the morning in Nova Scotia, you know, to head out to, um, to head out to Ottawa. And so I, I did all that. And I included some other links with, from uh, American speakers as well. And so that we know, we know that American truckers who can't get into Canada will be blocking uh, border crossings. So there's a lot of uh, stuff going on in that direction. And, and the most important thing happened, one of the last things I did was watch um, um, a live stream from an area just outside of Woodstock, which is where you might remember uh, some of you where Julie lives. And anyway, this guy was uh, stationed in the back of his truck along a highway and the farmer had cleared a path of quite a bit of a roadway right in on his land, on his pasture land, so that people could park their vehicles safely and watch all the vehicles going through to Toronto. And it was phenomenal. And he said, oh, one of the things the commentator said, which was, I, I just chuckled because I could see it happening, a, a farm dealership completely shut down its operation for the day, took out all its tractors, and lined them all up, I think in, further down in the same field, raised up all the front ends, whatever they were, forklifts or whatever, and from where they could, they hung flags. And so there's all this farming equipment sitting out there on full display for all the truckers to see and the people as, as they go by. I watched for 25 minutes. And in the, in the email somewhere, I say how many, how many, uh, countries, people from countries represented themselves on here. Um, Vietnam and all, countries from Africa and all over Europe and some from Russia. And I don't remember seeing anything from China. And we know that there was um, um, in, in Brazil, there was um, another truckers um, a convoy started, you know, in, in support of what was happening in Canada. And there was another country in South America, too, that was doing the same thing. So those things were like this thing started off just being truckers PO'd with what was going on. And it's gone all around the world. The whole world is watching what we're doing here in Canada. And that's amazing. That's amazing. And, they, and I don't know if you found this link, Micah, but it's pretty important. It's called BigWorldFreeForYou.com. And it's all about, it's, it's the Canadian version of all the logistics around the convoy, where, where people were starting from. And it's got all kinds of little maps. You can go and watch uh, from and see all the parts of the country that were contributing truckers 
and there's maps to look at and uh, schedules and routes and, and the whole sh- the whole shebang. It's just amazing. And when you see some of these things that have anything that you can see about Manitoba, make sure you take a good look because that's where I'm from. And um, I was really, really pleased. One of the things I saw, they were outside and it was minus 31 or minus 35 with a wind chill. And uh, I was saying saying to Tara earlier this afternoon, it was like they were outside, you know, on a beach with shorts on. They were they weren't even concerned about the cold. Everybody was so excited, just you know, waving at the truckers and the kids were playing in the ditch. And it was it was it's just like a party. You know, it was a great party. But I I just I'm just overcome with what's happening and how important it is. And then the other thing that um, I think I sent this out too. It's an article by uh, Michael Chesodovsky, who is the founder of Global Research, which is a he's a retired economics professor from the University of Ottawa. So he lives and works and and runs his this uh, website out of Ottawa. And his headline was the first one I saw this morning. The Freedom Convoy in Solidarity Solidarity with the Truck Drivers. What Canada needs is the political quarantine of Justin Trudeau. Well, of course, I'm going to read that, you know, so I've sent it out to everybody. But anyway, that's my report about the truckers. And if there's a minute, I'll talk about Cryon. But I think we need to talk about um, the truckers because this is this is a worldwide movement and it has great political implications. Oh, yes. And one other thing, there's um, uh, something I got here. The front of the convoy, this was from six o'clock yesterday, I think. The front of the convoy has just entered Ontario. At the same time, the last stretch of the convoy has entered Manitoba. In other words, to cross Manitoba, it takes eight hours at 60 miles an hour or 100 kilometers an hour. And that convoy went from the western edge of Manitoba to the eastern edge of Manitoba and poked its nose into Ontario. That's how long a convoy was at one point. That's okay. That's that, amazing. That is an amazing, an amazing image, no question. I'm mm. just afraid if Michael wants to jump in now and add involved. anything as well. Mm. Go ahead, Micah, if you want to add any Thank of your you. insights. Yeah. Thank you, Caroline. <clears throat> and, and greetings. You. And greetings to all of our listeners from around the globe and throughout the cosmos. Well, folks, I've got quite a few things to share with you today. And what I can say is it's getting really hot in the kitchen. To begin with, I'd like to share with you some of Ryder Fulmich's most recent speech at the Children's Health Defense Press Conference in Brussels, Belgium, just a few days ago. Now, this is Reiner speaking. They say it is always darkest before dawn, before the light comes in. This means that things will get better. We will get rid of the mask mandates, social distancing, and most importantly, the very dangerous shots. But this will not happen if we stand at the sidelines and wait for someone to turn on the light or the cavalry to come riding in and save us. This time, we are the cavalry. And this time, we have to turn on the light. I'm saying this not because I had a dream, but because this is what more than 150 scientists, experts, and others from all over the world have told us on our Corona Investigative Committee over the course of more than one and a half years. If this is a puzzle, 
of 1,000 pieces, we now have about 900 pieces in place. And it lets us see enough of the picture to know that we cannot trust our governments and our politicians because they are not our governments and our politicians anymore, but rather they have been served as courtesy of the Davos clique or Mr. Global, referring to Klaus Schwab, mostly through its Young Global Leaders Program. Two, we cannot trust the mainstream media anymore because they are owned by the Davos clique. And therefore, we cannot trust anything that these two politicians and mainstream media are telling us about this so-called pandemic, which is really a pandemic in the sense that they, the Davos clique or Mr. Global, have been planning this as their agenda for many years. The panic mongering was designed by psychologists and psychiatrists and the means through which they convey their panic propaganda to us is through those politicians and the mainstream media. However, we can now see through all of this. These crimes against humanity must be stopped and they will be stopped. The only one who can do this, however, is us. Yes, we, the lawyers, will do our best to help. We have an international group of lawyers that will start an international judicial proceeding very soon, probably at the end of next week. And there will be a real judge, real lawyers, real expert witnesses, and real witnesses who will testify to the damage they suffered because of the measures and in particular because of the shots. I am confident that through this proceeding, we will get indictments against these defendants whom we consider dangerous war criminals. But it is much more important to get out the whole truth of what is happening to the people of the world so that they can see the whole picture because it is we the people who will stop this, no one else. And we the people will have to disconnect from this totally corrupt and criminal system and create our own system of healthcare, economics, education, and of course, an entirely new judiciary. It's happening already. This is happening in our communities and our regions. This, I believe, is the only way to get out and get up, see and understand what is really going on and take action based upon what we can see. Turn away from the criminal Davos clique and its puppets and create something brand new, completely independent of this rotten system. We will get help, and I believe it will be very powerful help, but we have to get moving. Our criminal proceeding will bring out the truth through a judicial proceeding and will hopefully be a motivator for all of us in our communities and our regions to disconnect from the global criminals and their system and create something much better and finally, much more humane. And another uh, thing we had from our Universal Council uh, session on TV Galactica, uh, a very interesting question that was brought up we know that the big laboratories are at this moment harming humanity and now they are targeting children. Will this attitude for greed and power bring consequences to humanity? The answer we have is we have to change the condition to a condition where they no longer can harm us or any other soul. 
We have the knowledge to get out of this mess and it is gifted to us. We can use our soul to change their behavior. We can use our soul to protect our physicality. We can use the wish to change the behavior. If many of us, like in all the demonstrations around the world, have the same wish for freedom, our wish becomes a strong wish for freedom. And if we elevate the souls of these people who are harming humanity, their own souls will force them to change. And if they still have not changed, the war will be within them. Think about that for a second. Let's embrace this knowledge that is gifted to us. Study, teach your neighbor what you found out, become the scientist which once, you, which once were your childhood dream. We have the ganses, the nano and the plasma. We can create energy, food, even spaceships with this technology. But we never harm, not even the bad guys, because we know better. That's why ethos, morality, and service to others, and all this talk about peace is so good, because we can get stronger souls and they get weaker. Let's use this power to get control of our lives. Do we even need leaders in the future? Also, today on our Knowledge Seekers Workshop, number 417, Mr. Kesh announced that the peace negotiations in Vienna with all of the world leaders and religious leaders have completed. They have come to resolve and agreed to move forward in peace. And last but not least, the, uh, I'll just touch again on this trucker convoy. The entire world is watching this now that uh, the trucker convoy has brought the entire country of Canada together in one movement of freedom from all mandates and tyrannical measures. They want all mandates dropped <clears throat> and the government to step down. Last update says there's an estimated 50,000 truckers in Canada and another 60,000 coming up from the US. And they're saying about one and a half million people will be descending upon Ottawa this Saturday. They've already made the Guinness Book of World Records for the largest convoy in history. And the last report I got, uh, as Penny mentioned, the front end of the convoy reached Ontario and the back end just started in Manitoba. So folks, that is a convoy that is an entire province long. This has even hit the mainstream media with a bit of a split on reporting, some desperately trying to hold on to the old narrative and others showing great support for this freedom movement. There's even police officers that are supporting this trucker convoy. It was re also reported that Prime Minister Trudeau asked the police and the military to stop the convoy. However, they refused and now reports that a similar convoy is being organized throughout Europe. Let's all keep this in the circle of support and ensure a perfect outcome. And with that, I pass the talking stick back to you, Caroline. Thank you, Micah. How amazing that this is going to be taking place in other parts of the world as well. I really feel people are standing up and using the voices that the divine has given them. How, how brilliant. Uh, uh, I'm just... 
I it's I want to understand it's now thousands of trucks and a few thousand, not just hundreds, and I'm just thrilled. So thank you both, uh, Penny and Micah. And um, you know, for myself, the, I just I'm putting out a new channeling tomorrow, a new message to light workers, which will be a channeling for Mother Sekhmet, which is pretty astounding. And she talks about the rounding up of criminals and the arrests happening. So I do encourage people to go to ascensiontimes.com uh, tomorrow and go to the message light workers tab and read that or you can see it on my facebook page as well once it's posted it'll be the january 28th message and um yeah she she's pretty astounding i've never channeled from her before it just came to me um it was a knock on the door and i'm glad that, that i that i answered that so wonderful um so vinayak or randy um do either of you want to offer uh, a very quick update it's up to you um, otherwise, I'll ask Omina. <laughs> Omina, would you like to offer a quick update? And then we'll go quickly on to Ramantar after that, because our guest will be coming on in about 25 minutes. Okay. Well, Thank good you. evening, everybody. And it's nice to be back after a lot of different changes that have been going on within me, with outside me, with everybody. But I do have the masters with me this evening, and they do have a message about the world and about everybody in the world. So and um, I am being asked to ask you to close your eyes. And they're all, this is for all, everyone that is listening, just close your eyes, go to your heart, visualize your heart, and you have a tri-flame there in your heart. And pay attention to the tri-flame because on a lot of you, it's very low and we need to bring it up. St. Germain is talking I'm talking now. St. Germain, welcome. Quote, he is saying he created America. He has been working on the world for a long time. Also, everybody is doing too much analyzing and not enough heart work. We are all one. Our goal is to operate as one. It's never going to be achieved when they're there, when there's them and us, or these or those, or whatever. We're not all on the same page. We're not all going for the same goal. It is creating problems. Everything that is going on, and not 75% of it, is based on fear. One of the reasons an awful lot of souls are opting to leave the earth because they can no longer stand the vibration. Because the ones that think they have it all are not willing to give it all, are also not willing to share. And when they share, they're not doing it with enough kindness. It is creating these energy shifts everywhere. The energy goes up, the energy goes down, the energy goes up the energy goes down and it is creating all kinds of havoc on different levels they are working from our higher realm however they will not interfere with free will and the message is that things are getting better they are going to get better but we all have to come from the heart light in order to feed that energy for the higher good so that it will be better <clears throat> 
so many so that so many souls will not leave the earth out of fear because that's what's happening now they're leaving out of fear it there's a lot of fear-mongering going on and for each one to look in their heart and get the answer there and then work through their soul to bring that about to bring about the peace the peace that we want is inside of all of us it's not outside of us it's not organizing people it's not whatever people do to each other it's if it's in you and there's no fear there, people will be drawn to you because they want to know how can they achieve that fear. And the big, 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 big word is trust. Knowing, knowing you're safe. Knowing you're going to be okay. Inviting all your guardians, all your angels, all your loved ones that have passed on inviting them to work with you because they can you would be amazed if you saw the amount of love that's been poured into the earth but not everybody can receive it unless they can justify it and the key is there's no justification it's just about receiving the love and he uh, offering, if anybody has any questions, we have three masters here. They will answer them if anybody has any questions right now. Will they, will they confirm arrests are, being, are happening? And will they confirm that this light is assisting us um, in terms of raising... No, go back, go back to the first question. What was your first question? That arrests, high-level arrests, are taking place on a whole new level, a bigger in a bigger way, of these criminals, shadow government criminals. They are being exposed, but they may not all be named. No, that's all right. That's all okay, right. but the energy is becoming so strong. It's also the other message that you have about that is. That the world is not ready to govern itself in terms of each individual. They're not reached enough of level of maturity to where they can tolerate the differences of each other and be kind to each other through that differences. Mm. There's not enough mature souls on the earth to do that. But they are going to bring help. The thing that's going to happen is, and this is where everybody needs to be aware, you're going to have masters walking amongst us. They're walking amongst us now. But how many of you can actually identify them, recognize them, be kind to them, because they're not always going to appear as a master. They could appear the strangest person in the world that you ever met. Are you still going to be kind to them? Or are you going to be afraid of them? That's the whole question. That's almost like the test. So, yes, it's like putting that energy. It's all going to get better. By this summer, there's going to be a leveling of energy that's going to change everything. It's going to change how people think they are expanding the paradigm shift of the world, of how we think. We're, we're, okay, slow down. I'm asking them to slow down. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm asking them to slow down so that I can get the message properly. And hopefully everybody can understand because my vice goes deep when they're talking through me. 
Um, the energy is changing so much as creating the paradigm shift in the brain, the way we look at things. We've all been indoctrinated for many, 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 many thousands of years to think that we are dependent instead of interdependent. We're yeah. either love or we're in fear. Yes. And, and to look at that heart light, if it's very low in you, then you need to work on your own self-centered peace and love and quiet and allow it to grow. We do that through our, our, our actions towards people. I know that answers your question. It, it's excellent. That was, that was my second question is what about this light coming in? And is it shifting how we see our world and how we see each other and ourselves? And, and you really have, Absolutely, absolutely yeah. because we yeah. if we can come from our heart light we add to that light and that's yeah. what makes us strong wonderful wonderful oh so helpful thank you so much omina we look forward welcome. to the next time that you uh are uh are hosting because um i'm hoping that the masters will wish to speak with you then as well speak through you um, oh they'll speak anytime you want to excellent they're di- they're, I, won't, I can't say they're dying to. They more certainly are willing to because <laughs> yes. they keep telling us we need all the help we can get. Absolutely. And, you know, when you say that we have, won't have the maturity to know how to treat one another kindly and to govern on higher levels as a, a civilized, a truly civilized civilization does, um, you know, a type one or class one or whatever it's called, that people actually treat one another decently. We're not even up to the most basic level of as Dr. Greer has reminded us of a civilization on this planet that knows how to treat people with respect. But if we have the right mentors and you seem to be saying we will, that will be a huge help. If we, we can are the mentors be guided. Yeah. We well, are the mentors. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would appreciate input as well from. Oh, absolutely. From indigenous elders and galactic councils. I would, I would really. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Omina. And Brandy, if you want to uh, give us uh, any input, that would be great. And we'll go on to Ramantar after that. Thank you, Caroline. Glad to have you back, Omina. Thank you. Well, I'll tell you how scared they are in Ottawa. I just got a message from my friend who lives there, who says all the traffic cams in Ottawa are running stock footage which means they're not showing the true amount of vehicles on the streets. So when someone logs on to the street cams of Ottawa, from anywhere in the world, they see just ordinary streets, which is totally, absolutely untrue. To tell you how much of your unity this has caused in the world, even the Amish of the United States have said they're going to join the truck convoy convoys in the U.S. The Hutterites in Canada are feeding a lot of the truckers for free. There's pictures of hundreds of thousands of people in parking lots and sides of the roads with food and water and vegetables for the convoy so they don't stray off the way. So they can they can stop the regular stops for fuel, they can pick up food, and they can continue on their way. This is the revolution. The revolution is people power. 
we've always had the power. And like Amina said, we just have to open the heart, let the light in, let the love in, and then spread it back, and it'll keep looping. And that's how we're going to change things. I pass this talking stick. Namaste. Excellent. Thank you so much, Randy. Um, I can well believe they're hiding things. Uh, a friend of mine today on Facebook said that, I don't know if this is so. Um, she said that if you have the Zello app, Z is in zebra, E-L-L-O, that you can listen in. It would say, works like a CB radio on your phone and, and it's under freedom convoy. So I'm looking right now, in fact, uh, Zello for iPhone, for instance. So, okay. Um, there's a radio for Zello and a Zello walkie talkie. I have no idea which one to get, but, um, listening to Zello channels. All right. Radio for Zello. That might be it. So there's only okay. one channel. Oh, and that's convoy to Ottawa. Well, is it called the, the one called Freedom Convoy on the Zello app? Yeah, and there's a lot of different applications. The guys are saying they're you be careful because some of them are not the real thing. Huh. This is what this is what's happening too. You have to remember the governments don't want this. They don't want the people to unite. So you know they're going to send in all sorts of opposition and stuff. All we have to do though is just keep forging ahead. All right. Okay. <laughs> I think that what will come out also are private videos of people taking, you know, making their own videos, the truckers and the townspeople and those who are cheering them on. And I know Penny was talking about people who are out in 20 below. I've seen photos of them. She was sending us photos, people out in 20 below with big signs saying thank you and uh, freedom riders, etc. So um, I think that we will, as always, have to depend on the alternative and the independent journalism of your average citizen. Uh, so, yeah, wonderful. So, Ram and Tara, uh, if you'd like to give first a, and your energy update and then your uh, news update, just, we really only have time for, for Rama's White Knight report. Um, could you do that for us? We would greatly appreciate it. Greetings, everyone around the planet and in the cosmos, as Micah says. Yeah, I was just observing and hearing um, uh, along the road here that uh, the whole world's focused on this and they're doing similar things in their respective communities. All over South America, they're doing similar things all over uh, Europe and, and in the Asian countries. They're all in solidarity. That is a magnificent and the, all of it's peaceful and it's organized and they have no other intention except to move forward in the light. I appreciate that so much. Rama, what would you like to share? Um, right now, the, with all of the energies that everyone is speaking about, what I could say in synopsis, I sat in a plasma field today, and the plasma field showed me the plasmatic light surrounding the planet like a shield, and it just is getting brighter and brighter and brighter. 
And then it showed me a scene from the last part of the movie, The Matrix Revolutions, where Neo steps onto the light path and becomes the sun after he defeats the Matrix. And everybody within the program sees the light coming in and the little girl wakes up who's sleeping on the ground and the oracle says, Neo, see the light. And the plasma field is just telling us that as we become like the sun, we can radiate that light too. In so many different ways, that's what's being said right now. Let all the other Maya stuff go and focus on that light coming in. What I recall about this is in order to get to space, you got to get in through the heart. It's the only way to get up there. And, you know, right now there's on Twitter, they're uh, talking about flying cars. Mr. Cash already has shuttlecraft and other folks are playing around with trying to create flying cars. And very in Europe. Yeah. Very soon. They're getting ready to launch it already. Yes. Very soon exotic technologies are going to come forth. They're already coming forth. And what I understand about the shuttlecrafts from the Astar Command is you link up with them with your consciousness. And if it's got to come through the heart, and as you're not in that right vibration, the technologies aren't going to work in the right way because you got to be aligned with all the circuits. I pass the talking stick. Mm, I was just going to say that that's what St. Germain was saying through Omina today just now. Yeah. All roads lead to and through the heart. Pass the talking stick too. Back okay, to wonderful. Um, how, can Rama give any of his White Knight reports, and then we'll welcome our our guest as soon as she's here. Um, Have you talked to anyone lately? Yeah. Why yesterday. don't you read the maybe not all of them, but read yesterday and today's. Okay. That, that'll just about do it. Let me find that. Okay, this is Wednesday. I received a text message from sweet Angelique the cat today. She said to me, Lord Rama, I have got my eye on you. You would make a a good co-pilot, though you need some more training regarding what your father Ashtar taught you before. I have studied your Starfleet records. It is about time you learn what you have always known. Watch your backyard. I will be calling on you soon. Satnam Namaste, Blaze the Violet Fire. 
And I can say that um, I am working on that in the etheric realms at night, my training as a co-pilot. And this is today. I went and sat in the plasma field this morning at 11.10 a.m. For about five minutes, I spent time clearing my consciousness. And then after those five minutes, the plasma screen came on before me. It showed me Mother Gaia, our Earth, sitting on top of an obelisk, a five-sided crystal spinning and the earth was wrapped in a field of plasmatic light energy it was iridescent and shimmering with rainbows every now and then a beam of light would shoot out from our spinning earth across the galaxy at this point i asked the plasma field how is this going to save us and our planet Then the plasma field showed me the last scene in the movie Matrix, Revolutions. In that scene, Neo steps out of his spacecraft and onto a pathway of light. As he walks along the light path in thin air right in front of him is a sudden burst of light. It sends out a supernova, a shockwave burst of light. And then Neo gets absorbed into the supernova burst of light, and he becomes the sun. The plasma field said to me, you must become the sun. Remember what goddess has taught you. We are all sons and daughters of the most high. See you in the light and most radiant one. Satnam Namaste. Blaze the violet fire. I pass and talk back to you, Caroline. Hey, wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. I'm wondering if our guest is here. Um, if not, I can ask a few questions, <laughs> such as, for instance, Rama, does Starfleet actually exist? Are you just using that because it's a well-known term from Star Trek or a place where people uh, train? to be pilots out in space? I can say that in all reality, yes, Starfleet is absolutely real. It is called the Galactic Confederation of Worlds. And uh, the Intergalactic Confederation, um, many folks have talked about this on the internet. And... uh, it is connected with the Akashic records that Cryon speaks about. As you in the night work ask to see your Starfleet records, you will see them. And yes, there is the Starfleet Academy. Uh, they train you to be pilots, to be ship technicians medical officers, security, it's all based on the Articles of Confederation. This is, in a sense, what our Constitution and Bill of Rights were built on. 
when Gene Roddenberry actually created Star Trek back in the 60s, he was studying the first drafts of the Articles of Confederation and how it ties in with as we create peace on this planet, we can interact with like what you said, type one, type two civilizations. We're not even at type one. Mm-hmm. I mean, Julian Assange, I bring him up. He's sitting in a medieval dungeon for telling the truth. I passed a talking stick. Send more love and light yes. to that situation, please. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Ramantara. Always wonderful to get an update. Um, These are amazing times we're in, (laughs) to say the least. And uh, I greatly appreciate your your hard work. I know you don't take a single day off all year, which is astounding to me, but thank you so much. And thank you to all of our, um, all the co-hosts and the friends of uh, of the show for the Canadian trucker update as well, which and the U.S. trucker update, which is just amazing. And yes, it, this is unrolling around the world. So, and welcome back, Omina, as well. Yeah. So, all right, we have our guest uh, on, on the line now. And I'll just briefly read a bit of her bio. And this is a, a really fascinating person. This Our guest is Carolyn Greenleaf. She is a transformational life coach energy healer, teacher, speaker, and author who helps individuals achieve deeper understanding and connection with their authentic self and helps them access a state of peace, joy, and wholeness. Carolyn blends her experience of over 20 years of education and training in metaphysics, spirituality, and indigenous and energetic healing. The core of her teachings are the result of knowledge and wisdom gained through her own healing process, which cultivated and strengthened the bridge to her spirit's wisdom and communication with multidimensional ascended masters, angels, and guides. Everything Carolyn learns is passed to her students and clients. Her published books include Reentering Eden, Reclaiming Our Wholeness and Divine Truth, and Heart Wisdoms, Daily Inspirational Quotes. And Carolyn is currently working on a new book titled The Art of Transformation. She has created various programs that consist of the Eden class series, uh, transforming your fears, creating your reality, as well as meditation programs. She is also the host of Waking Up, Conscious Discussions About Our Changing Reality, which is a podcast. And it's Carolyn's mission to assist humanity through understanding and healing our divisions so we can achieve a harmonious and balanced relationship with one another once again. So welcome, Carolyn Green, Greenleaf. Really great to have you here. Thank you. Thank you so much, Honor. Um, I am so grateful and humbled to connect with this amazing panel. Um, it's just wonderful. And, and I have been listening to, <laughs> to all of you uh, during the first um the first hour, so it's just—it's wonderful how it blends with, um, you know, the, the timing of everything and the work that I've been doing as well, um, because it really is—it's all about connecting to the soul. It's about connecting that heart space. That is where it's at, and and that is what's going to bring everything together. It's going to bring us to where we need to be. So I completely agree with everyone. 
um, you know, about all of that and the inside work that needs to be done. And that's, that's really what I'm here to help people do is um, to do that inner work, to, to reconnect to that true authentic soul self. And um, yeah. <laughs> oh, so I, I'm very excited and delighted to be here with all of you. Oh. <laughs> the honor is all ours. Thank you so much. And I'm just wondering, you know, do you want to start by explaining how your own journey started and what sent you on this path that you eventually were able are able to become a transformational life coach and help others connect with their authenticity and in healing? And uh, it even took you into studying indigenous healings as well as energetic healing. So um, what started you on that path? Well, um, I was one of those, like I think most of you, I think all of you, uh, we were just kind of born with it, uh, born with that connection, um, you know, that uh, just kind of never left us. And, uh, you know, um, I knew at a very, very young age that I was a little different. Um, I thought it was normal and natural to, you know, to be in that spirit realm. Um, although I, I, when I was so young, I didn't recognize that, um, that, you know, that it wasn't a place where most people were, um, you know, but I, I, it didn't take me long to, to figure that out, especially when I went to school and all of that. But, um, but I was, uh, I, spirit was always, um, communicating with me. I was always chatting with spirit constantly. And, uh, and then, you know, um, you know, like many people, um, you know, I started to close that down, uh, as life got rather difficult. And, but that was, you know, I had to walk the path that humanity, um, has been walking. And so, uh, let's see. Then it was when my daughter was very young, she was around five, six years old, and she started to see, um, she started to see, you know, things. And, uh, and I knew that, uh, you know, she was, you know, she was seeing some of the things and experiencing some of the things that I had when I was very young. And so it just, it brought me back into, um, you know, becoming more conscious, doing um, some of the work, you know, connecting to my guides and the angels again and uh, allowing them to guide me. So I started, you know, studying um, astronomy, um, um, astrology. Oh, let's see. Uh, the wolf came to me, you know, many, many different, many different things. I was just gravitating towards anything that caught my attention. Um, and, uh, let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. And then, hmm, my goodness, <laughs> you know, it's, it, uh, it's a span of a very long time. And we're talking about over 25 years ago that I, you know, uh, moved back into my, um, connections and it just continued to grow and grow. And it was around the year 2000 that it really, um, expanded. And, uh, you know, I was, you know, uh, going to teachers and, um, my first shamanic journey, uh, that was really, um, really, really tremendous for me because, um, 
I just, uh, I started to connect to these abilities that I had, um, and they're very, very multidimensional. I would just very quickly and naturally connect to um, whatever it is my focus was at the time. So my first journey, shamanic journey, I actually became the earth. I became one with earth, with spirit, with the indigenous peoples. I felt everything they felt. I understood everything that they were going through. And it all happened, of course, very quickly, very quick download. But it was uh, very, you know, I experienced it on every single level. So even though I uh, I studied various various fields, and um, Hawaiian shamanism is uh, one of those that I really gravitate towards because it's so connected with Lemuria, and that's one of my strongest connections is Lemuria, um, the Lyra. Um, uh, areas and um, let me see what else <laughs> am I answering your questions here yes, that's fine you know okay. where did you go to 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 study with indigenous healing well I had gone to the big island in Hawaii uh, and studied with a kahuna and uh you know, it, it was, it's really interesting because, um, you know, as I was learning everything, um, actually when I got to the islands, I was almost welcomed. Paley was right there. It, I mean, really um, interesting things were happening to me. And I knew she was reaching out to me. And so as I connect to the spirit of Hawaii and, um, you know, and the, the people there and, and especially the indigenous people, there is just this connection that uh, again is very multidimensional, and um, and they start to speak to me, um, especially Pele Lono. Um, you know, before you know, as you know, the uh, the the teachers would bring us into uh, a journey. I would I would be greeted there or taken there by Pele or Lono. And uh, and they would start teaching me and telling me things, and it was just really really fascinating. And uh... so, did you hear? Did you hear them inwardly? Is that how they connected with you? Oh, let's see. How how do I even ex- explain that? Um, it's as if they were speaking to me. Yeah, it, it, it would be inwardly. Sometimes yeah. it would be things it's just so different than some other people because it's like I said it's very multi-dimensional so yes. so so but it's it's it is more of the knowing I see it I'm I'm there um you know I, I feel everything um in that and so um through you know the years of 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 learning and understanding everything, there came a point where my guides and angels began to um, distance me from all of my teachers mm-hmm. and many of the other students that I was also um, learning with and all that, because I had to, I had to move into the Eden work. I had to um, walk my own journey. I had to be in my own desert. And, uh, and that's when my guides and angels came through even stronger. And I began to receive, you know, downloads of information that I, you know, I have in the Reentering Eden 
um, course, the book, all of that. And what they did and, and what I write about is it is about that inward journey. It is about disconnecting from the external world. And many times when we are learning different things, we're still plugged in. We're, it's still an external connection. And what my, my guides, uh, and this is what I'm here to do, is we need to reconnect within ourselves. This is where that, re, that reunification process really, uh, really moves us into union with our divine truth, with our soul self, with, um, with all of creation. And every time we do that, we are paving the way. We are opening that path even um, more for other individuals because we are we are all connected. We are one. And the more that we are, you know, doing these things. Um, uh, let's see. So, you know, for instance, some of the te- one of the main teachings is um, identifying. What is it that's external and what is internal? So the ego world, it's all external. Um, the internal is all the, the soul self. The fears, everything external, all, all the fears and the programming, all of that, um, it's all part of the, the ego world or the matrix, you know, we could, we could call it, um, you know, that which over about 13,000 years ago that began being constructed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Separating from that is, is quite a huge journey, isn't it? Because we tend to think that's reality and who we are in relation to the matrix. That tends to be who we think we are. Absolutely. Absolutely. Part of what you do is helping to deprogram people from that. Would you say helping them discover the true authenticity? Yes, looking at things from, you know, I teach in the way that my guides and angels speak to me and teach me is I bring things into the most simplistic form because that's where you're going to find your wisdom because each and every person has their own wisdom. And when you get so caught up in, am I doing this right? Am I doing the steps the right way in this way and all that? Um, in, in the very beginning, when you are opening up to something new, when you're opening your mind to something, you, you need those crevices. And, uh, and actually, when I, when I first started this deep work, my guides and angels told me, forget everything you learned. And part of me said, what? But then immediately, my soul, you know, the, the deeper part of me understood it completely because that that was other people's teachings and 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 actually every time we learn something it's already in the past we are part of creation we are creators we're in constant motion and everything is in the state of expansion as we are so it's always being updated so back to it's very very important for each individual to connect to their own genius, to their own wisdom that their soul has to teach the world. You know, everyone is a master. Everyone 
a, a, a masterpiece. And it's time for people to start to remember that, to reconnect to that. So a lot of what I do, and, and it is challenging, it is trying to get people to understand what that soul self is. What does that feel like? Well, it's the complete opposite of fear. <laughs> it is everything love is. It is joy. It is, you know, um, whenever you're, you know, again, bringing it to the most basic, simplistic form, it, it is everything that is born out of love. That's who you are. That is the soul. And when you're not feeling something that is along those lines, um, something that's born out of love, then it is probably ego-based and it is fear-based. So, you know, I've, I've got lists, you know, that are in the book, that are in my courses. And I say, you know, here it is, black and white. Where, what, where are you right now? What are you feeling? Become aware of where your thoughts are, where your feelings are, because this is where you are creating from. This is where you are right now. And, uh, you know, as, as simplistic as that. Um, so that's where I like to start people. Is just increasing. Well, you know, let me just jump in for a minute, Carolyn, because, and again, we're speaking with Carolyn Greenleaf, who's a transformational life coach, teacher, speaker, and healer. And I'm just wondering when you say that, what do you do? I, I hit an impasse with people. I'm kind of a life coach accidentally because mm-hmm. I'm a, a channeler. And so I'm channeling information. But if somebody says, well, that's interesting information you gave me from my higher self or this guide or that. That's wonderful. I, I see what you mean. They take it intellectually, but they still see the world in purely physical terms. And they're waiting for their outer situation to shift before they feel good about it, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it means that they stay on that same negative train of thought, that same ego-based um, programmed mental level of nothing ever works out for me or I never have good health or I never have enough money or what have you and they don't see the connection between their thoughts and their outer world they think the two are entirely separate and their thoughts are completely innocent and just commenting on what has happened to them do you Mm -hmm. see what I mean they're in the passive mode of receiving what's happening rather than being a co-creator of it and how what do you do to in green leaf healing uh, your practice, how do you move people who, who are stuck in that, which is the old paradigm and extremely common. It's more, it's more con- uncommon to meet people who aren't stuck in that. Mm-hmm. Well, one of my big things is heart-based meditation. I teach because again, just, just like uh, it was, it was spoken about with uh, Raman Tara and, uh, and also Omina, I think um, she even um, channeled, it's, you know, about, you know, we receive through the heart. Everything comes through the heart. The heart is the gateway. So um, I actually provide um, a free heart-based meditation most Sundays. I just put it on my website <laughs> and, uh, and I send it out. But um, I teach people to really just ground all of their energy that they've been expanding outward, okay, they, because that's, that is it's just uh, unconscious ego programming. And to really become conscious of, again, it's uh, just bringing your focus, energy, and attention 
pull it into the heart space. You're grounding yourself in your body and in your heart space. And it is, and then, and you know, it's the heart space is the gateway. And this is where, um, you know, just continually bringing people, it's we have to retrain their mind. You know, we can, you know, and I do that, you know, we need to educate the mind. You know, we need to be respectful of, of the ego self as well, because, and then that's another piece of this is that a lot of people are resistant to this work because they're afraid that they're going to have to, you know, it's that ego self within them that is terrified. Oh my God, you're, you're getting rid of me. You're going to kill me. Yes. Think, yeah. Oh, exactly. No, you are our partner. I I appreciate you because I have experienced things that I never, I would not have if it weren't for you. Because what I also explain is that this dualistic reality that we have been moving through for the last 30,000 years or so, this was agreed to. You know, there are many, many levels of creation, as, as you all know. And you know, even though we know that, you know, there were the Anunnaki, there were, you know, others who came in and they started to muck things up, we could say. But, um, you know, this is part of humanity's path, too, to, to help them to grow and expand. And, you know, in creation, we're always, you know, we're like beautiful children in creation, but we're always looking to, we are creators. You know, creation is an action word. We're always looking for something, a way to expand ourselves, to expand our knowledge and wisdom. So, you know, I explained to people that, you know, duality, it's, we are experiencing the opposite of our truth. That's what the ego world is. That's what the matrix is. It is the complete opposite of our divine truth. It is upside down and backwards. So all we need to do is flip it back around. But in the in the bigger picture, it's simple enough. <laughs> you know. So so what I try to what I my I attempt to do is to help people to understand that also to come to that that um, that neutral point that we need to move into. Okay, we we don't have any enemies. There are no sides. There's only one, the oneness. We are part of all of this that that's been going on, and it's about taking responsibility. But but getting back to your question, Caroline, is getting people to to uh, to understand and connect. I think that it you know part of that is you know educating, presenting this material in a way that um, that have no judgment. You know, we have to drop judgment uh, because we're dealing with um, a lot of resistance within people. And that resistance, it's all ego-based. It's the part of us, and I call it the, uh, we have many fragmentations of self. You know, when we're very young, you know, we're, you know, everyone is connected. But little by little, because of ego programming, we begin to shut down aspects of ourselves. And, of course, the inner child is huge, you know, but there are many, many different um, parts of us that we have, I say, fragmented, which means we've distanced ourselves from, we've kind of disconnected from, because we were teased about that. You know, perhaps it's your psychic ability. 
And, you know, you told someone about that and they said, oh, my God, you're you're the devil. (laughs) And the devil or you're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So so different things happen and we shut those things down. Well, guess what? All those things that we shut down are those. That's our power. That is those are the most precious parts of us. So when we you know, explain to people that, you know, the ego self really is our partner and it's time to graduate now. You know, it's, it's our vehicle of experience. We experience duality. We experience all these things. And, you know, to clear a karmic path, we had to walk it again so that we could make a better choice. And. So everything is for good reason, and nothing is wrong with with any of the choices that we did make, even if we thought they were 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 you know big mistakes. Um, they weren't. They were just part of the journey. And you know, people could see and and feel, and and they do when they begin to connect how creation feels about you. They just adore you. They do not see the imperfections that you believe about yourself. They do not see any of these ego issues. They only see your perfection. They only see the soul self. They understand what you're going through. And they're very appreciative. And they are, you know, um, because we're doing it for them, too. They are learning so much from us. So, you know, a lot of this is, um, you know, again, it's education. It's, it's changing your relationship with what you thought was your enemy, with what you think are your, you know, with your perceived fears. Learning to understand, I guess, the value in, in that. The value that it brought you, the the wisdom, the knowledge, all of this. Um, I also utilize shamanic journey work as well. That is very, very powerful. That helps to get, it circumvents the mind and brings them into, you know, non-ordinary reality, which is really more our reality (laughs) than, than, um, than what we've been experiencing. But that is a space where, you know, people can really start to see things from the perspective of their soul. It's Mm -hmm. much more objective. Absolutely. I I really love what you're saying about coming out of judgment. And mm -hmm. I know that you um, see coming the transformation of coming out of duality is a matter of coming out of judgment, which is moving into a state of neutrality, which is to me, one of the biggest leaps any human being can can possibly make, because then you really have come out of the left brain obsession, letting the mind run us. And you've got into the high heart and you've said, all right, this creation is a wee bit messed up. I was also a part of that. I'm Mm going to stop blaming people. I'm going to stop blaming this bad guy over here and that one over there. And I'm going to say we're all responsible, as you were just saying a moment ago, and we're going to create something on a higher level now. But we don't start with squashing people who have made mistakes, even the, the, the very great expressions of darkness we've seen on this planet. I would like to believe that I don't just live in reaction to that 
or that I'm waiting to be rescued from it. I'd like to believe that um, we can take responsibility, not for everything, but for the, just the state of humanity um, mm-hmm. being where it is, because at some point we must have said, wow, who, who would, would, we, would we be if we experienced a planet that fell to the third dimension and all the general mm-hmm. uh, very low vibrational not very pleasant density that that will entail and so Mm -hmm. we kind of walked into it in a way it it has been an experiment and it has gone too far but Mm -hmm. at the same time I think we can just say you know like Tara is very fond of saying there's only one of us and Mm -hmm. everybody being interconnected in one consciousness um, we can't really separate from Mm -hmm. from the all that is from all the expressions of the all that is and um Anyway, we can go off on that, but our friend Vinayak, who's one of my really wonderful co-hosts, had a question for you. So Vinayak, do you want to, did you want to uh, go back to that very early point that that Carolyn made? Carolyn, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. And I'm curious if you got any visual or images when you were in Hawaii on the big island. I live in Maui, so uh-huh. obviously I'm uh, entrenched in the Hawaiian culture. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering if uh, Pele came to you as a visual or if any of the kahunas uh, came to you visually, image-wise, or uh, did you just sense them being present? As far as, uh, well, Pele was the biggest one. Um, she was doing things. <laughs> like? For example. Was, oh, my gosh. Okay, here, this is, um, uh, for instance, I was sharing a car. You know, I was I was very, we had this, this huge workshop over there. And uh, we were there for at least 10 days. So uh, so a group of us uh, ladies, we, we shared a car together. And uh, one of the other uh, people in the group, she had chosen the car and brought it to 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 the rest of us. And it was this, you know, just this um, family kind of car, just you know, nothing, you know, too too exciting. But she did mention that there was a um, a red uh, Mustang, and uh, she said no to because she didn't think we'd be very comfortable. And I just something hit me and I, I just thought, Oh my goodness, something's going to happen. And sure enough, um, the, all of a sudden that, um, sedan, uh, the, the window started to go down. It, it started to do just strange things. The car was just had a mind of its own. All of a sudden they would go up, they would go down, you know, it was just really strange. So, so she called the car, um, the rental place and, uh, she came back to me. She said, well, yeah, they're going to change the car, but they only have one left. And guess which one it is? And I said, it is that red Mustang. And I know who sent that to her. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, I felt her in, in every single way. And, and actually the first time that I, I actually did see her in a shamanic journey, I was doing the bowing and all of this. And she said, get up. She, and she just embraced me. So I was later told that um, that I am one of her sisters, actually, and so I thought, okay, that's that would that would explain why the island has that type of a reaction towards me, and I towards it. 
So it is, it's almost like, it is, it's so multidimensional. Um, oh my gosh. For instance, I, I was in a shop and I was speaking to one of the native grandmothers there and um, she was, she was telling me words, but we were in a completely different dimension. Other things were happening and they were very, very powerful. And I can't even remember some of the words that she was saying because <laughs> we were in another dimension. So I would, um, I just would find myself in these other dimensions. But physically, you know, I, I did have the, you know, the, the physical kahuna that was there. I ran into, and I always ask, you know, I've been to Alan a couple of times, and um, and I always ask to be, um, you know, connected to the natives of the island, and that always happened. Um, so that happened a few times. And, um, you know, for me, I can just, I, for me, it's natural to make a soul-to-soul connection with individuals. Especially those of nature of native culture, because they're so pure. They have this, you know, this this pure connection with Gaia, with Earth, with you know spirits, and and we share that connection. And I can meet with them, you know, either physically or in another dimension. Um, am I answering your question? Uh, yes, you are, uh, Carolyn. Uh- Another question for you. Uh, who was the Kahuna that you studied with? His name is um, Larry Kessler, and he's actually, he lives in California. Okay. I don't so know he, if you've heard of him. Who, he, who, did he, who did he train with? I don't know. I don't know. I could okay. find but yeah. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, pass the talking stick back to Carolyn or somebody else has a question. Thank you, Carolyn. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, that is that is wonderful. Those are really beautiful memories and experiences that you had. And mm-hmm. um, it's just, you know, I think that you, Carolyn, I think that you have been um, on, a, on a journey for quite a while and probably in other lives as well. Have you been told that you were a healer? Or a shaman, or anything like that, in other lives. Oh, I'm, I'm, I am many things in many, many places. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I, I am of the elemental world, oh, so wow. that would explain. Um, it's the I, I do, I do. Um, my goodness, my connection with my main guides and angels and my soul groups are is very very strong and they teach me many things and i actually i i have the living experience of many of those things um you know for instance when i i'm walking in the forest and i i have to be in the forest i have to be near um you know a natural area for me to maintain my balance but i can walk there and everything comes alive and i begin to understand um, you know, everything, the place, everything that's, you know, the wolves, the animals, how they interact with, with the Devic world, with the elves and the, and the fairies and, and the elementals and, um, and the native peoples. It's just, everything is so beautifully intertwined 
you know, within this oneness energy. And uh, I guess, you know, being an elemental, um, that's why I can understand the Native cultures as well. Uh, because of of what I do in creation, I work with that energy all the time. Um, you know, we we are in recognition of one another, and so it's almost like it's just it's just um, coming home all the time and strengthening that. And the more that I, I do that, and this is for everyone. Everyone needs to go back out in nature, reconnect to, you know, to Gaia, to, because oh, this is another thing. And I do have a, um, a shamanic series called Sacred Nature, Sacred You. And it's designed to help people to reconnect to the elemental, you know, elements that, that we are, it's in our DNA. We are from the elemental world as well. We are, we are earth. We are, we are everything. And, uh, you know, we are from the animal, you know, kingdoms. We're also intertwined. And when we begin to connect to that, we, we touch that oneness. We touch that deeper part of who we truly are. We are expanding our heart. We are, you know, coming back home. We're making those connections, uniting again, finding ourselves in the oneness and connecting with everything through the oneness. Very, very beautiful. Um, I'm just, I'm sorry if I, um, it's been a long day. I may have missed it. When you say you're of elemental um, lineage or DNA, uh, do you, are you speaking of the fairy realm, the fae or the elven kingdom? Or the dragons, or what do you uh, consider to be your family there? Uh, the main ones that I'm working with that that really stand out are the the Elven Kingdom, or the Tuatha De Danna that they're also known as the Shining Ones. Yes. Um, also the angelic realm as well. So I'm also um, an elemental angel. Very beautiful. And- all beautifully so I have I have aspects of myself in many many dimensions and I've connected to various ones so it's (laughs) it's just it's it's pretty wild but um that's another thing that I I teach people is when you begin to open up to who you are as a soul uh you know we have many selves in many different dimensions many different realms and that's part of this process is that um, that the awakening, it's not just on earth. It is universal. It is everywhere. It is part of the cosmos. It's, you know, and so all these different aspects of selves also begin to make form a reconnection so that we can access those other parts of us, too. And I know that gets kind of expansive and really out there, but, you know, the sky is the limit. Um, and, when you know, if people are fearful about, you know, the awakening, what's going to happen. Oh, my gosh. It's just an amazing adventure that is just beginning. It is just, um, you know, everything. Well, everything. If, you're, if you're coaching someone and they they point out that, 
it looks like the economy is being deliberately wrecked and, you know, we've lost some freedoms, we might lose more, that kind of a thing. Um, how do you steer them away from fearfulness at a time such as what we're in right now? To, to recognize, to recognize this is, it is the matrix. It is the, 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 you know, what was created to hold us in that container of duality. And that is coming apart at the seams. And it's a good thing. But if you are connecting within yourself, within your soul, within your heart, you are safe there. You are protected. You will be cared for. And you are able to connect to what is coming, what is here, and making its way to you. So people need to have faith again. Faith in, yes, there is a God and you are part of God. <laughs> you know, faith in um, just feeling, you know, if, if you go into your heart space and, you, and you're starting to make these connections, um, you feel it in meditation, you feel it in a shamanic journey. Um, if you allow and you release all the resistance within the self and just let go, surrender to, to the divine truth of what is, you will feel, you will feel the abundance, you will feel the truth, the true reality that is setting itself upon us, that we are in, we are already in this reality. It's just our minds are still plugged into that old matrix. And so we have to retrain the mind constantly. This is where awareness comes in. What are you feeling right now? What are you thinking about right now? Mm-hmm. And yes, there, there needs to be a balance of, uh, and I got into that too, is, uh, you know, watching what's going on. How is the matrix coming down? How, who is being arrested? What's, you know, this and that. But then, I started to find myself getting anxious too. And it was kind of pulling away from that energy that I need to embody. You know, we need to embody the soul self. And so it's, you know, paying attention. Where where am I focused right now? I'm feeling some fear. I'm feeling some anxiety. Oh, wait a minute. That is all ego programming. And all that stuff, is it is designed to come up right now. We're being triggered, too. So all of these things are, they are a good thing because they're triggering what is has been embedded within the cells of our body. And that's another part of this transformation is that you know, through energetic healing, through shamanic healing, through whatever it is, um, through choice, as we are working through and resolving issues, okay, on the emotional, mental, spiritual, you know, etheric, you know, all these levels, there is also another piece. It is that energy that was embedded within the physical cells of your physical body that are creating this physical reality so i you know i have an exercise too and and um you know i teach people to you know move into deeper and deeper levels of relaxation 
begin to be conscious of your physical body. Where are you holding tension? Because if you're holding tension, that is a part of you that is holding on to something that is a low vibration, that's part of the ego programming. And if you're feeling it and it's coming up, it means it's time to let it go. It's ready to leave your body now. You've done the work. Let it go. So you have to physically, mentally let it go. So I teach people to you know, move into deep levels of relaxation and to literally intend and have the cells of your body open themselves to let go of that anxiety that you're feeling, that fear that's coming up. Let it out of the physical cells of your body. That's a piece that a lot of people forget or they don't realize. And then make the choice. I choose the reality of my soul. I recognize that that anxiety that I'm feeling, that is ego programming. That is, and that is a part, there's a part of me that is attached, that got lost in that fear also. So I'm going to remember the divinity that how, you know, that, that, that part of me that got, got, that got lost that believes in that fear is really that precious divine child that I now claim, I reclaim, I love you. Let's choose our true reality now and let's let that go. Beautiful. Very powerful. Uh, my co-host Vinayak has a question. Um, Vinayak, if you want to go ahead. And yes, ask. thank you. Um, Carolyn, don't you feel that the, any opposition that we create or feel inside ourselves is the real issue mm-hmm. and we need to make peace with that. Yeah. We need to befriend it. We need to love it. And mm-hmm. it, you know, the way we were taught or conditioned in this physical plane, if you will, even though we know better as spiritual beings, um, we were encouraged to go to battle with the opposition, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I think that what we're dealing with right now on the on the world plane is coming together in unification and acknowledging that each and everything that's going on, whether it's in opposition to what we feel should be happening or what looks like it's right or wrong or whatever, all of that is setting up the conflict within ourselves that keeps us from acknowledging that Whatever is happening is also part of the oneness that we all are. Yeah. These are just different aspects. These are just different things that are happening. Yeah. And if we can see it from that perspective, mm-hmm. it feels to me like that is the resolution. Mm-hmm. Because anything we oppose is going to 
obviously oppose us or is going to create conflict within and without. How do you feel about that? Yes. There are no enemies. Yeah, our biggest enemy is ourselves. Yes. And you know what I do? This 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 really kind of um breaks things up a little bit is be grateful. Be grateful to your enemies. Be grateful to your fears. Thank you. I learned a lot from you. I now recognize you are a wonderful teacher. I thank you. I'm done with that now, though. But I'm very grateful for the teachings. I let it go. And But the wisdom that I gained from that grows with me. Do we even have to let it go, Carolyn? Is that part of oh, the old it's, program? It's you know what I think it's it's letting the i the ego construct that it it that we see it as our enemy. It's not our enemy. And so when we why when I say letting it go, we allow that to move into, um, you know, energies, um, a neutral energy again. We neutralize it. We no longer hold it in that painful position of, you know, of a shadow. The shadow is very pain. It's a painful, you know, low vibration. Yeah, I, f- I feel strongly that it, whatever we're experiencing, um, inside ourselves or outside it's all about the realization and bringing us back to what you were talking about earlier bringing us back home to who we are yeah yeah we are the divine Mm -hmm. and no matter what you're doing i mean you don't have to embrace everything that you're about or everything that you're doing Mm -hmm. um and I can still acknowledge that you are part of the divine. Yeah. You are the divine in action. You, you know, you chose to be here and play a role also. Mm-hmm. So this, this whole idea of polarity, I think that polarity is part of the game mm-hmm. that we, when we were not in body, when we were uh, in the spirit realm, we saw how much fun it would be to have this opposition. Mm-hmm. And we forget that we chose these roles. Yes, yes. And uh, I think that, you know, if, if we can give people that perspective mm-hmm. of yeah. we uh, are allowing both- ourselves to realize, again, who we are, mm-hmm. but also to realize the gift that we created our situation and we created our situation. I think because we needed that realization and also part of our soul evolution, part of our soul growth. And as soon as we play the, you know, the victim or the poor me or the, you know, whatever other role that you want to put on that, it's again, putting it outside oneself when the answer is really within and first and foremost, I think recognizing that we are indeed the creator of everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
and certainly our perception and our uh, perspective. So thank you for that. I appreciate I, that. You agree. I agree. And yes, it comes back to, it's just changing our relationship to the things that we feared, the things that we see are our enemies, the things that irritate us, <laughs> all of it. There are no enemies in the world. We are two sides of the same coin, you know, the good and the evil, the whatever, you know, let it go. We're done with that now. Let it go. Let's mm-hmm. all be friends. Beautiful stated, Carolyn. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. We, you know, whatever you bring, one brings to the table. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Um, you know, Carolyn, can you briefly describe your name readings work? Because that just looks fascinating to me. Because you oh, okay. read the story of someone through well, their name. Can you talk to us about that? Well, let me, I'll tell you how that came about is uh, when I was writing my book, Reentering Eden, I, I really, I didn't realize I was writing a book, actually. I was just getting all this information and I was, you know, writing it down and I thought, oh, this is great class material. And then one day I realized, oh, my gosh, this is a book. And um, but then all of a sudden the name Eden started to pop up continuously in different ways. And so I just I started I said, why am I saying Eden? Because, you know, I um, I don't um, I don't subscribe to uh, any kind of religious teachings. I understand what those are. <laughs> and um, even though I was born and raised Catholic, um, I saw through that right away when I was young. And, uh, but anyway, so, um, so then one night I was laying in bed and all of a sudden the word Eden literally appeared in front of me and it started to move and it started, it opened up and it, what it did is it revealed the story of humanity. So, and then I, I verified it with numerology, ancient Kabbalah, uh, symbolism and all this to just make sure that I, this was, this really happened. So it was showing me this, that the letter E in Eden represents uh, the, uh, the uh, matriarchal societies that we, you know, that, you know, back, you know, before the fall, um, you know, that uh, they were present here, you know, uh, that, that practice equality, that, you know, and, and we know what that, and all of that entailed. But then the D represents the shift to the patriarchal society, which began that 13,000 years ago. And, uh, and then we fell into, um, you know, the duality. The E represents the return of the feminine, the return of the goddess. And that's been happening since what? around the 70s, it started to really start to kick in and just had, you know, really started to, uh, it's very, very powerful now. And the end represents the, um, the masculine and feminine coming together in unity. Okay. So it's, it's, it's coming back into balance with both, you know, both aspects of self. And uh, so when I, you know, I can go into that a little bit more, but I know that my time is short. But um, later I realized, wait a minute, I can do this with people's names. And that became another tool to help people connect to their soul's truth. So the first name is connected to 
um, to the uh, the person, the their soul's individuality, I guess, you know, their their essence, who they are as a soul. The middle name is connected to um, their hidden talents or abilities, and the last name is about their um, their family lineage, and it has you know connections to, of course, you know, karmic issues and all that that come up. But uh, but the first name, you know, it's it's um, you know, if you think about it, and, and um, I know I'm kind of going over this quickly because um, you know we are kind of short on time. So, uh, but you know, as many of us understand numerology, you know, this is universal, you know, encoding. Okay, uh, you know, Kabbalah, you know, well, everything is, and everything is alive. It is speaking to us always. Choose conscious of do it and uh, move into that energy so if you think about it you know one of the things that we do is to remember who we are right that's part of the intention is is to come back into consciousness with who we truly are so wouldn't it make sense that we would choose our name to announce ourselves this is the very first thing is you know written that identifies us. It's our name. You're you're breaking up a bit, Carolyn. I don't know if you moved a bit. Um, if you're on a cell phone, but you're breaking up. But I I am following what you're saying, and I hope our, our listeners are also. I'm just wondering, what if somebody changes their name? For instance, I was born. I was you know um, named Carol at birth, mm-hmm. and I changed my name to Caroline. I lengthened it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, wow. I changed my whole name at one point, but I, I, so do I become a different person with a different sort of um, soul mission at that point, I guess, when, the, if I or well, anyone changed their name? Well, we always, we always begin with the name at birth as it is, um, you know, written on the birth certificate, even if it appears to be a mistake, because that is your soul, you know recording that, that re- that original recording of your name, that is the primary energy that you're working with. And then any changes, those are modifications. So it's all important. But I like to begin with the primary, and then we go from there, and then we look at the changes and looking at the correlations, and then all of a sudden, you know, as I'm, because what happens is that when I'm looking at it from the numerics point of view, from the, you know, from ancient Kabbalah, you know, and, and looking at the symbolisms, symbolisms that that desire to, to connect to, to, to communicate with those words, with that name, with that soul, opens the door and begins to connect. It begins to speak. Okay. So all of a sudden, and this, and as I'm doing a name reading, I, I sh- I'm showing the client exactly what I'm doing so that they can begin to feel that connection. And many people do. And then I help you know, continue to, this is just I'm giving you a key. I'm opening the door. I want you to continue this because you're, it's, it's just a, it's a, it's a way to begin to access the identity of your soul. And much, much more. And so, so yes, many people, um, 
you know, they, they changed their names for various reasons. And it's, it's all connected to what you're here to do. Sometimes you need to, to shift that energy, a certain energy a little bit this way or that way to help you achieve, you know, um, the next level of, of, of where your path is taking you, where your soul is taking you. Um, you know, oftentimes when it's a married name, when you're changing the last name, it's it's about taking you down a, a karmic path, you know, for healing. And uh, not pleasant, but, you know, how can you heal something unless you you are walking it again, unless you are experiencing it again? And it's giving you an opportunity to, you know, to make a new choice. Mm. And yeah. so... So name rays are just, you know, they're, it's, it, I love doing them because I love connect. It's, it's the soul to soul connection, um, that I'm, you know, that I'm creating. And I, I, I do everything I can to pull in, you know, the, the clients to experience that too, because I'm here to empower people. Everyone has these abilities that they need to connect. They need to come back into the self disconnect unless you know um it's just reconnecting to the self because everything you need is is within the wisdom of 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 the universe is from within the wisdom the knowledge of who you truly are is within um you know how what is the best way to um to change my journey to to accomplish this, to accomplish that, to create a better life, all comes from within. And, um, you know, learning through the soul self, you know, making that, uh, you know, learning from your own soul, that is the best way, you know, Um, and your guides and angels. But even your guides and angels, you know, they can't be a crutch. You know, that's what the ego world does, is that it, it disconnects us. So much that that we have to we have to plug into something external to feel whole again, right? Everyone's trying to feel whole. They think another person completes them. No, that's not the way it really is. That's what the ego would tell you, what the matrix would tell you, because they're trying to disconnect you more and more and more. It's about you know, it it all comes from within. Well, could you take a look at one of the names of, of one of our uh, co-hosts or a friend of, one of the friends of our show, like Micah, for instance, that's an interesting name. Um, if, if somebody, um, you know, Can you if spell somebody my- were to ask you, what about the name Micah? What, would you be able to draw immediate intuitive connections there? Would you have to look at sure. it, study it numerology wise, or what would you do with that? Well, you know what, since, um, let's just see, can you spell, now, Micah, is this the name at birth? I is believe so, yes, Micah, M-I-C-A-H, yes. Uh-huh. Yes. And Micah is on the line, I have your permission? Yes, of course, hi there. Hi there, Micah, how are you? Very good, and yourself? I'm doing well, thank you. Um, well, first oh, of all, can I, can I jump in just for a second? Um, sure. Carolyn? Yes. Um, I'm Micah's mother and 
At birth, his name was officially Micah, M-I-C-A-H. And then there's a connection with no space in between, but it's a capital M, M, capital M-E-R-U, Micah Mayru Hollis Green. But that's his first name, Micah Mayru, with no space in between. Oh, really? Oh, that's a good point. (laughs) That's really interesting. Yes. Wow. Okay. Well, I see the M. That is that is a very strong. That is a mountain kind of energy, right? Mountain begins with M. But you've got, you know, if you look at the capital M, you've got two um, upward upward uh, pointing triangles. Okay, and a downward pointing triangle. So that's two masculine energies to one feminine energy. Um, this is this is uh, there's a wise energy here okay it's very strong energy and then it's um you know it's twice it's also and it's capitalized right um the birth name is you said capital m e r u at the end i think but well anyways yeah. so that of course yes. that of course points out and then the m and the e you know even though you know, you're only using Micah, um, you know, when if, when we are choosing to create something, to change something, to really move into our true soul power, our full power, we want to use our full name because we are calling in all of who we are, not just a part, not just an aspect of who we are, but all of who I am, and and you were saying, I accept, I'm calling in all of who I am when I'm creating. So when you're doing that, you want to call in your, you know, use your full first name. Um, And adding in your middle name helps too. But the the M and the E that I see here, you're coming back to center, okay? Your soul self, your soul helps. Um, it's it's part of what you're doing here. You are bringing people back to self. You know, the me is not selfish. We have to come back to me. Okay, so that's part of what your soul is doing here. Um, let me see. And then the the M I. You know, it's you know the I. It's, it's there. There is a wisdom there. You know, uh, the I along with the mountain here. There is a great wisdom, a sage within you that is here to teach people to come back to center. Uh, and then you've got the C. You know, C, it begins with center, you know, uh, the, or the first letter of center. Um, it's open. It's caring. This is, a, this is a, an open energy, an open heart. It's very, very beautiful. And then the A, this is a forward moving, you know, you're doing, you know, um, it's, it's leading the way. It's leading the way to the mountain, um, going within. You know, going to going to the mountain within. Okay, with it with it, um, er, and then um, let me see. You know that R energy there is after the E. I'm, I'm just point. I'm just picking out what's popping out at me in the way that it's popping out at me. Uh, that is another. Um, 
sage energy there with that R. It's also a nourishing type of energy. If you think of rain, rainbow, this is a unifying energy as well. So you are, you're here to help unify, um, you know, um, you know, at, at this time um, of the ascension, this is what you do. Your energy naturally would tend to um, have this unifying type of um, relationship, I guess, to, you know, to other individuals, to, you know, within creation, uh, bringing things together, um, very much a teacher type of energy. Um, you know, again, this, I can see you as a sage on top of a mountain, um, teaching about how brilliant, you know, how brilliant people truly are within themselves. It's a beautiful energy. Um, let me see. You know, without going into, you know, detail, that's just kind of what is kind of popping out at me. So is that, does that feel... Does that feel um, kind of who you are, Micah? That feels pretty good to me, yes. Thank you so much for that. I very much appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, Micah, Micah, I don't mean to interrupt too much, but Micah, tell him, tell, tell Carolyn where you live. Oh, I I live up on top of a mountain. <laughs> okay, there you are. You're exactly where you need to be. Yeah. That is yeah, your that whole, that whole reading sounds wonderfully authentic to me. That is just amazing. So if somebody wanted to do a, a session with you on that, um, or and also to work with you as a as a transformational life coach, Carolyn, how how can they find you and, and get, in, or get in touch with you or email you or what have you? Well, um, uh, there is a great deal of information on my website. It is greenleafhealing.com and you can find name readings on there. You can find um, 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 sessions there as well. You can also find my books there. Um, my book is also available on Amazon, uh, wherever books are sold. And um, the course, Reentering Eden, which I do highly recommend to people, that is a, it's a, it's a, it's a role, it's a guide back to self. Um, you know, a lot of the information I've been talking about is also in the book and much, much more. Um, it helps you come back. It, it also entails, um, you know, healing the uh, the inner child, healing the divisions within the self, because you know, this dualistic reality, this equal reality, it's it's within us, you know. So we we need to heal the divisions within ourselves, and uh, so this book helps to do that and to recognize some of the main elements um, of that, and. Um, you know, the divine child, you know, moving into the divine child space, moving into that uh, God, goddess within, um, you know, uh, the unity uh, with all that is, it's all in the book. And it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful roadmap um, with exercises and everything else. And I, I did make a, a course out of it. So it's several classes. So you can really utilize, um, 
you know, the work of the book. There's also meditation, shamanic journeys that are part of the course and also in the book. Um, so I, I, I do as much as I can to try to help people understand that on every single level, the work. Um, you know, um, let's see, it's, it's all pretty much on my website. And um, if you want to contact me, my email is carolyn at greenleafhealing.com. Excellent. Um, and, wow. I'll provide, again, your heart-based meditations on most Sundays. So those are free on my website as well. Um, so there's a lot of goodies there. So. Yeah, it's greenleafhealing.com. And mm-hmm. if you want to learn about the heart-based meditations, you would go to www.greenleafhealing.com forward slash heart-based meditations. <laughs> Very straightforward. So um, sorry, I'm just going to... Uh, our producer know we're, we're closing for the evening but thank you so much carolyn we've been speaking with carolyn greenleaf of greenleaf healing carolyn greenleaf healing.com and uh oh, sorry greenleaf healing.com and just really wonderful to hear your ideas at this very crucial time on the planet and um thank you so much to all our viewers and my wonderful co-hosts and friends of the show micah and penny and it's just um it's just been really lovely to um connect with all of you and to get every everyone's energy is just pulled into this beautiful community so i'm full of thanks for that and many blessings and so tj uh music maestro please (laughs) and thank you again carolyn greenleaf thank you thank you for this opportunity i truly appreciate it it's our pleasure namaste carolyn i'm so appreciative of your presence with us tonight thank you thank you yes thank you so much carolyn thank Thank you you, carolyn a great night very informative and very very encouraging